super, super excited to have you on. I have Taryn LaRue with me, everyone. She is a Pinterest strategist, and today she is going to break down all things Pinterest, which is really a completely new kind of social media marketing tool that I'm beginning to get interested in. And so Taryn, thanks so much for, for being on. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And hey, what's up? I'm Taryn. I'm from Texas. I have a, a small family of just two boys and we actually homeschool. So I love the fact that I'm home with them and running a business at the same time to help other mompreneurs and women business owners achieve their social media dreams. <laughs> I love that. It is just so exciting for me to get to meet women just like you, Taryn, that are, you know, running businesses from home and being mothers and boy, homeschooling, that's a whole other journey that we're embarking on, right? And were you doing that because of the pandemic, I assume, or were you homeschooling before? I homeschool by choice, actually. Uh, so we've been doing it for several years and, and and not a lot has changed this year as far as that goes for us because we've been from home so much. But yeah, it's, oh my it's definitely something I'm passionate about on a whole other level. <laughs> Wow. I'm, I feel like that's another podcast episode. We might need to bring you back for <laughs> the right. fact that you're choosing to homeschool and have been doing it successfully for many years is a whole other niche. <laughs> right. My kids are still young. They're only uh, seven and four right now. So I'm sure as they get older, it might be a little more difficult um, and trying as things change, but you know, that's what we do. We go with the flow. <laughs> We do. And that's the whole thing with motherhood is just rolling with the punches and making our way through it one cold cup of coffee at a time. Right. <laughs> well, thank you again for being on. And I'm just super, super excited to have you here. I have so many questions for you and I know my audience does too. And so does yours. So would you mind just maybe before we dive into all of the questions around Pinterest, could you just maybe walk us through kind of your career history and what led you to the point now and kind of what you're currently up to? Definitely. Um, I love talking about my mompreneur journey. Um, it started after my second son was born, actually, because I spent a lot of time from home and I had recently moved, actually. So I wasn't able to work from home uh, doing the sort of virtual call center work that I had been doing previously with my firstborn. And so I was looking into other options to make money online as we all end up at some point, right? <laughs> Um, so I had already done the work from home thing and I started looking into stuff that I might be interested in like virtual assisting and web design is actually where I kind of started in the whole online world. Um, I ran a, a small web design business kind of by myself for a little bit. And then um, as I started looking into how to make my online business better, I found myself on Pinterest and that kind of led me to find out that being a Pinterest virtual assistant was a thing. And then I started to realize that there was a lot of business that, businesses that could benefit from using the Pinterest platform. And I decided to kind of change into an agency model where we help with all of your social media. So I currently am the CEO of Swish Social, which is a social media and digital marketing agency where we help you get Pinterest ready because we are specialists in Pinterest alongside your traditional social media platforms. Wow. That's incredible. So you know, all of the things, social media. A bit, a bit. I've been around a while. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you've been very busy. We're starting to, as business owners, get inundated with 
different platforms and roped into various platforms. So for example, you know, we've got our Instagram now, we have our Twitter, we have our Facebook, our Facebook groups. Now there's Clubhouse and Pinterest and the list goes on. Uh, YouTube, what would you advise or what do you tell your clients that are kind of coming in fresh and trying to just prioritize, say they're a solopreneur, they're a one-man band, or maybe they have, you know, just a little bit of help, but they don't have the bandwidth to manage all of it. And maybe they don't have the funds yet to hire out yet. So if you could pick maybe two to three platforms, which two to three do you think are the most important to focus on initially and why? Oh, I love that question. There's a lot of them out there. And other than the obvious first choice of Pinterest, getting on YouTube is definitely the next big thing. I think that everybody is utilizing video in some shape or form at this point in time. So definitely get into video blogging, if you will. Um, You need to be on YouTube in some way or another. Uh, The other one is probably going to be using blogging as a platform. That way you can get your message out there on your own website and then have more of your stuff to share. That's helpful to know. Okay. As we think about Pinterest, can you explain why is Pinterest so important? Because I will say just kind of as maybe the representative for, I know your community and maybe mine. So why is Pinterest a powerful and important tool for business owners to get engaged with? Yeah. So if you're going shopping on Pinterest, as most of us do at some point, it just kind of depends on what you're shopping for. So if you flip it around and you have some sort of product to offer, you want to be on Pinterest. So it's great for product-based businesses. But as I mentioned, there are a, a ton of how to start an online business and make money from home searches going on on Pinterest as well. So if you're a service-based business owner, you should definitely be on Pinterest too. And if you're just a a content creator, like we know a lot of bloggers that are um, doing their recipes and doing their lifestyle with all the fashion and, and a lot of times vloggers can benefit from using Pinterest too, then you should definitely be on there. It works in so many different industries. It's not even funny. Wow. And something you may have mentioned before was this concept that Pinterest is actually a search engine, which was really surprising to me. Can you explain like, why is it considered a search engine and how is that different than say Google SEO or how do they work together? Like, how is this a tool to drive traffic to your website? It is technically more on the search engine side than the social media side, but it does have a lot of social media aspects to it. So it still gets lumped in there. It's it's a hybrid search engine social media, if you will. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. So you're able to utilize it way more efficiently than traditional social media. And it's it's funny that you mentioned how does it work with Google or against Google and the fact that it actually usually works with Google because if you do a search on Google, there are oftentimes on the first page going to be results from Pinterest for that exact search. It's boosting your SEO in a way. Got it. Okay. So this is a hybrid. That's really, really interesting. And knowing that it does kind of boost your SEO and Google is also super helpful. What are some of the key metrics that we should be aware of and understand in Pinterest? Because I know that Pinterest 
and kind of in this industry in general, like it, a lot of us are more creatives. And when we hear the term analytics, it just, you know, it, we shut down. <laughs> and so I feel you. <laughs> can you maybe dispel or uncover some of the key metrics that are important to understand in analytics and maybe how we can interpret them or how do we know if we're doing it right? Yeah, important to note right now that Pinterest is kind of a long-term game. You're not going to see results in the first week or two weeks, maybe not even in the first four weeks. It takes some time for Pinterest to understand the keywords that you've used in your pin to sort it better in the search results. So um, analyzing your analytics over you know, uh, every month is a good way to measure what's working and what's not working. And the most important thing to look at in your analytics is actually just going to be your link clicks to start. You want to check to see if people are actually clicking on the pin and then clicking through to the link that you've supplied with the pin. That could be anything. Like if you do have a blog, awesome. If you have some products, it goes to that specific product and they can check out. You can also send it to your blog so that you can just generate more um, activity there and get more eyes on anything that you want to be promoting. Now, when you go into the analytics in Pinterest, there is a section on the left-hand side and it'll have your website listed. If you've got it all set up, you could just click on your website to separate all of the other data that might be from other pins and it'll just showcase the ones that are coming from your own website. And then you can easily sort like how many impressions, which are like the total number of views that people actually saw it in their feed, as well as link clicks like we talked about. And then the other important thing is going to be looking at your repins or your saves. So if people are saving your pin to their boards, then great, they like it. They want to keep seeing more of your stuff and more likely that somebody is going to click through and, and actually get to the link after it's been saved a couple of times, right? Just those three things are important and you just want to kind of take a look at your own stuff rather than focusing on all of the impressions from like your total monthly views. Got it. Okay. That's very, very helpful. When we think about starting our own Pinterest boards, how many should we start with and how would we segment them? Awesome question. Uh, Definitely getting started on Pinterest. You want to do some digging around. Um, When I suggest that people first get started, I always say, you know, you should actually go to Pinterest and do a quick search for whatever your niche is, whatever your product is, and, and see if there are, first of all, results. And then also to see if there's other related terms to know that people are actually searching for that niche. Um, it's super important because it does work for most people and most businesses, but there are some that are just not really getting searches. So don't, you wouldn't want to bother, you know, but then once you've done a little bit of research on the keywords that you've done right on Pinterest, it'll give you suggestions of other keywords that are related and you can use those kinds of keywords to create boards. You want to make just a couple of boards, like five to 10 boards to start and just put some other related pins inside of that board. You wanna make sure everything is keyworded. So starting off, you start with your keyword research and then you're gonna use those keywords for your boards. And then the board titles are gonna be just one keyword. Underneath that, you should have a description. You'll have to edit the board to include more keywords in the description so that Pinterest knows exactly what your board is about and any other pins that are going to be saved 
on that board. They should be related. And then it helps it kind of get found again for that keyword. Got it. And so how do we go about going through that exercise of gathering the correct or best keywords? Like what's the step one to doing that? The easiest and fastest way to doing it is to um, take a look at the the keywords directly on Pinterest search. A lot of times when you do a a single keyword search, there will first of all be a a drop down that showcases other long tail keywords that you can use in addition to just the one that you started with. Or if you do a search on Pinterest, there will be these little bubbles right underneath the search results, which are all the pins that it shows you and you can click through to. There will be little words just added in these bubbles that you can click on to expand the keyword that you started with. And then you can use those keywords, um, thinking from like your end user point, like who you're trying to target and what they might be searching in order to get back to the content that you have. Is there a way that we should maybe track what those keywords are? Like, how do we remember which keywords are relevant? Yeah, that's definitely where it comes into like strategy and and, um, analyzing. (laughs) So it's harder to keep track of uh, keywords but I try to use a spreadsheet, actually. <laughs> I've, I've not always been a fan of spreadsheets, but, you know, scaling and growing requires you to try new things, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I've, I've started using spreadsheets to try to track, you know, which pins are connected to those certain keywords and then and track the analytics for those specific keywords to see which ones are performing better than other. And, and again, it's a, a long-term game, so it's only for, for the serious growth. It's good to know that it's not an overnight success type experience and that it's just, you got to hang in there and play the long game with it. That's, that's very good to know for those of us, especially those of us that are newer to it. And, you know, maybe we don't see immediate success or traction. And can we see who exactly is looking at our pins or board for us to know, are we hitting our correct target customer or it just gives you the numbers? Yeah, that's a super great question. You won't find them necessarily in the analytics. There are are ways to find that. Where you'll find it though, is in your notifications. Once you click in those, it'll tell you who pinned it and it'll show you like which board they pinned it to. So you can in fact follow them back or repin your pin if you wanna do so or repin some of their pins to reciprocate. And how big of a deal is it for you to follow other Pinterest users? Well, followers aren't necessarily the most important thing on Pinterest. It does help Pinterest to see that you're, you know, an active and more engaged account. Mm -hmm. And it also does help to show some of your pens in other people's feed when they follow you and vice versa. So you can still get really big results with only a couple hundred followers on Pinterest. So getting more followers is not necessarily the name of of the game in this case, which is very different than the social media platforms, right? Exactly. That's where it differs. So it has those features, but is definitely not the main focus. Okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Well, I think this is a really good, helpful initial overview. So can you explain how videos come into play for Pinterest? Yeah. Video pins are super awesome. They're, they're still pretty new on Pinterest, but they can really help to boost your profile and 
also just your impressions because they're kind of showstoppers. When you're scrolling the Pinterest feed and you come across a video, you're way more likely to spend a couple more seconds watching it to the end. And there's loads of different ways you can use them. So I, I'm loving what we're seeing from results from the video pins. And you can easily make one over in Canva. They actually have some templates for video pins now. And you can just make it as easy as like some animated elements highlighting keywords. Or if you have video, you know, you can use snippets of it or stick it into a traditional long vertical pin and then have text underneath it showcasing what it's about if somebody were to click through. When people are doing videos on Pinterest, is it typically videos of themselves kind of like we see in, let's just say Instagram reels, for example, or is it more product-based or some other kind of mechanism? It's a big mix actually. So I have seen some more like TikToks and stuff popping up on Pinterest videos. So that's pretty cool that people are able to repurpose their content like that. You also see like traditional kind of ads that are videos that are, you know, under 30 seconds long. You'll also see like food videos. Those are fantastic because who doesn't want to watch their recipe made or the ones that they'll never make. <laughs> and then you also could use like the animated elements like I was talking about. So you, if you're just a, a content creator or you want to get some attention over to say your Facebook group or another landing page, you can use some animated arrows or a circle kind of showcasing it or some other kind of video in the background that again is that show stopper that stops the scroll and you're interested in what it is enough to think about actually clicking through to it. So video pens are just blowing up and they really are just helping you get more views all over the place. Wow. That's super interesting. And how long do you recommend that we have our videos for? I think the minimum on Pinterest is like 15 seconds. It might be 10 seconds, but you don't have to have it for terribly long. You actually don't want to post like an entire video if you are doing some sort of vlogging or even like podcast episodes, things like that. Whatever you've got that's video, use it and shorten it so that it encourages people to actually click through and you get that traffic so that you can direct them further into kind of your sales funnel. So how do we go about testing our pin? What is the A-B testing? Is that something we should be doing? And how do we know if it's, I mean, it, this kind of goes back to the analytics, but in terms of like launching a real test, can you speak a little bit about that? And if it's something we should be doing or it's not, we don't need to do it. Well, it's not really for the beginner. Um, I normally see the AB testings in running promoted pens which are the paid ads on Pinterest, which are quite awesome. Um, as a, a newbie on Pinterest, I wouldn't focus too much on A-B testing and focus more on your keyword research, mm -hmm. as well as creating pins that are getting attention. Okay, got it. That's very helpful. And I'm glad that that's not something that needs to be on our plate because it's already a lot to kind of start yeah. out with. And <laughs> right. I love that you mentioned the advertising. Can you speak a little bit about, you know, one, do you think it's important to advertise? And if so, like where, at what point in our journey should we be advertising and how do we budget? And I don't know, is it worth it against maybe let's say Facebook ads or Google ads? 
Also question, I've, a lot of times I've seen on Pinterest running ads can definitely be cheaper than like Facebook or Google. And in my opinion, it's easier to target who you're looking for. You're getting more qualified leads using the Pinterest advertising platform. Because Pinterest is a long-term game, you don't want to always be running ads unless you've got something that you want immediate attention to. So you can easily ramp up hype for some of your offers organically. If you've got the money to spend and you're looking to spend it on ads, Pinterest is a great place to do it, in my opinion, just because you actually get more traffic that you have targeted through keywords specifically. But I love what you're saying where you can definitely use it as a tool to drive folks to your newest offer. Like if you're about to open cart on a digital course, for example, that might be a good time. Do you think that's something that is for the more advanced user or do you think a newer person can fairly easily navigate doing the Pinterest ads? If you've been on Pinterest for, you know, six months or so, and you're kind of getting used to using the analytics, I think that going through uh, the setup of it is pretty simple. You have to get a, a tag installed on your landing page, but it is not too difficult to understand or to create the target that you're looking for versus like, I, I think Facebook ads are more complicated than Pinterest ads. Oh, that's a relief. There's hope. (laughs) And so when you mentioned getting a tag on your landing page, is that similar to having a pixel kind of say that you can add a Pinterest pixel onto your WordPress? Is it something above and beyond that that you would have to do for your product or your landing page? It is a tag that's similar to the pixel. Um, Yeah, they call it the Pinterest tag. And so you have to add it into the coding and all that fun stuff. But you know, once it's done, it's done. (laughs) That's good to know. And where do you think we are in terms of the way Pinterest is now being used to really grow traffic to people's websites or products or launches? Do you think that we're still in the early stages for kind of online entrepreneurs or do you think it's a little bit maybe more steady state, you know, in terms of where we are or is it like really super mature already and everyone's already using it? It's actually kind of in the the mid-teenager stages. Um, It's been around for several years now, but uh, because it's such an underutilized platform by many entrepreneurs, it still has room to mature. It's not as old as Facebook or uh, some of the others out there. So it's definitely got room for growth and it's awesome. So you would say, and you think that kind of as a social media manager and specifically a Pinterest strategist, you think that using YouTube and Pinterest are your main places to go. And then if you could pick maybe one other, let's say like really true and blue social media platform, which one, which one or two would you pick in addition to those? I'm a big fan of Facebook as well, uh, because they do have the option for Facebook groups, and you can really network with people differently there. And that's definitely the place that I've been able to make the most genuine connections. Yeah, and you have a wonderful Pinterest Facebook group. Yeah, I've got a a small little group uh, called Pinning and Winning with Taryn LaRue. And if you want to join there, we do a lot of tips and tricks on how to use Pinterest, run some challenges from time to time, and you can learn how to use, how to DIY your own Pinterest strategy. 
Wow. Well, that's definitely helpful for people that are looking just to kind of dabble and get more educated and have direct access to you. And how does it work as far as really hiring out this kind of work? Like, how does it work if somebody's coming in and saying, you know what, I just, I'm overwhelmed by all the social media. I need some support. How do people work with you and how do you guys kind of structure your support? Absolutely. We got a bunch of different ways to um, provide Pinterest help to you, whether you're just starting out and you want to get it set up and get a good understanding of what keywords should be working for your niche on Pinterest. We can also assist with taking it off your plate altogether, doing the management where we you know, create pins for your brand and get them scheduled uh, pretty regularly in a strategy using Tailwind. And then we also can help you with ads if you're unsure of how to get those started or run those A-B testings. So all things Pinterest related. Wow, that sounds glorious. (laughs) And you mentioned Tailwind. Is Tailwind a scheduling app just just for Pinterest or can you use it for other media platforms? It is for Pinterest as well as Instagram. Uh, It has benefits on both sides of those, but it's my favorite for Pinterest as one of their approved schedulers. Make sure you're on that list of approvals. Um, Most of them are not free. Mm -hmm. So Tailwind does have like a a $15 cost per month. And if you want to get a free month, um, there is a link over in my group so that you can gift a free month and check it out yourself and then see all the awesome benefits that they have in addition to just scheduling out your content you can also like use their communities kind of like Facebook I'm sorry kind of like Pinterest groups and share your content further and wider oh wow well I want a free month of that that sounds great and how does that compare to say I don't know if you have any experience with Planoly that's another scheduler is that another one that people use for Pinterest or is that specifically just for Instagram I think Planoly might be only for Instagram but I am not 100% sure Uh, I know Tailwind is used far and beyond just because it does have those extra features so it's (laughs) it's got a lot of like insights that you can't get even on Pinterest it just helps you sort it differently and, and better to analyze it and get your own strategy. Oh, that's great. And as far as creating the actual pins themselves, do you, I know, listen, everybody's using Canva in general. Are there specific sizes of pins that you like typically, or um, what are other maybe tools we can use to create our pins maybe beyond Canva, if any? Yeah. Carly as Campbell of blogging like we mean it has a pin subscription that I love and she sends you new templates every month that you can use um, right on Canva because <laughs> we all do love Canva right I know they're like pick monkey and I want to say there's at least one other out there that um, does it might be like the Adobe they have a Pinterest templates that you can utilize and so you can switch up the design um, and you can use even like you can kind of repurpose your Instagram content over there. If you've got the long vertical pins, just resize it in Canva or even use your squares over from Instagram into your Pinterest. If it's applicable, it would look cool in your feed to break it up a little bit. Got it. One thing I wanted to know, just so that I can really understand kind of the step-by-step process, 
from the beginning, if you want to drive traffic to, let's just say your lead magnet to build your email list. And this could also be drive traffic because you want someone to buy a product or they, you want them to enroll in a digital course or whatever you're offering. So you would create a pin and then you link it to a blog post and then in the blog post, perhaps you explain things further, right? And maybe in that blog post, you would link to your latest course or to your lead magnet. Is that kind of the, the workflow or am I missing any steps there as far as how to really leverage Pinterest the best? No, you are pretty spot on. I like that you've really included it in your funnel. You know, you get them to a blog post that kind of goes into something that they would be interested in. And then you give them an opt-in, a freebie, and then you get them in your email list and you then sell to them from there. It's a a much easier process when you do it like that, I think. (laughs) Um, But you can direct it pretty much anywhere that you want. So if you have a a new course coming out, you can definitely direct them right to the landing page where it talks about it some more and then they can get on like the waiting list without a whole bunch of extra steps, um, you know, getting to the blog. But utilize it for whatever links you really want to get attention to. Um, Just try to avoid sending it directly to your homepage because you want them to have something to do so that you're getting them on the hook and keeping them on the hook. So it's a way to really develop a deeper connection with your audience and not just give them um, some kind of sales page, but maybe educate them or warm them up to your offer in a way that's not too salesy and hopefully visually entertaining too, right? Of course. (laughs) What are some of the bigger problems that you're seeing with your target customer? What problems are they trying to overcome and how do you kind of help them overcome those issues? So if you're setting up your account, like we are here to help you along the way as a brand new Pinterest user. And then we also have a lot of people come to us unsure of just what they should be pinning and how they should be pinning. So they entrust us with the strategy and the total management And then a little bit like we touched on before, um, actually getting a sales funnel that's working so that they can get people in their offer and continue to grow over time. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And speaking of strategy, how many pins should we be pinning either daily or weekly? Definitely suggest more on the daily side. Uh, You can go, you know, five to 10 pins total every day if you're just starting out. If you do have a lot of links and a lot of sales funnels that you're ready to promo, then you can go, you know, 15 to 20 pins every single day and just kind of mix in um, what pins you're sharing from your own website and share a few from other people's website and you'll get a lot of, a lot more traction on Pinterest a lot quicker Okay, that's a lot more than I would have expected. So I'm glad that we covered that. It it can be a lot. So um, using Tailwind is where that all comes into handy. Just set it for a week or two and there you go. You won't get sucked into the Pinterest rabbit hole every day. I think we've covered pretty much everything. Um, But if you are looking to get your website on Pinterest in 2021, I've got a super setup deal where you can get everything set up, all your keyword research done for you, as well as some custom pin templates for just 99 bucks. Wow. 
Well, that sounds like something I definitely need to look into myself. And I'm sure that folks listening would definitely benefit from that service as well. So thank you so, so much. Yeah, this was super awesome to just chat about how to really use the Pinterest to your own leverage. Um, So it's going to be awesome to see more and more businesses on there. It definitely is one of the most underutilized platforms out there. And it's one of the most user utilized platforms out there. It's almost on everybody's device. So like you need to uh, get on Pinterest so that your business is getting found just like you would focus on getting on found on Google. Yeah, this is a game changer. Really, really appreciate you taking the time to visit with us and educate us on everything Pinterest. And thank you so much for your time today. You bet. Thanks for having me. All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week.